and welcome to episode 46 of Rouge One, the uh, horrific adult anxiety episode. I am Kevin Jack Yostman. Boo! Kevin Yost. I'm Ben Rogers. Did I scare you? You did. It was terrifying. John Ranchman here, back in the saddle. I'm looking to find a mechanical engineer that can build a patent for my cat so it can be seen in more. <laughs> Presented to Eric Trump and maybe the old Burlington's on Railroad CEO Matt Rose and a few more. Long story. But, you know, anyone I can contact that'd be interested in teaming up with me and open to all possibilities. My patent deals with the railroad ties. Tie replacements on the run. This is a reference <laughs> literally no one could possibly get. Recycling old spikes and plates. Manufacture a new locking device that'll secure the rails to the new railroad ties. This is an Please email that you dealt with at work and sent to us. It didn't Please make it on Reddit. Me earliest convenience at 555-555-555. John Ranchman keeps using our podcast for his own political gain. We need to shut this down. I'm looking for a mechanical engineer. I think Sud Sampath is afraid to have his name tied to this, which is why he has not said it in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's created a variety of characters a la Roger from American Dad to prevent being himself on this it's podcast. It's the radio. Sud can be at anyone he wants to be. <laughs> Just trying out new stuff. Yar, I'm a pirate. Thanks for having me on the pod. <laughs> Whoa, did you see that pirate that just came in, guys? It's crazy. <laughs> and who else do we have on this podcast? Um, Waiting patiently <laughs> to introduce himself, Matt G. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like Kenny G? It's my new online persona. <laughs> but- it's, I just realized I don't know your middle name. I was expecting you to introduce yourself as Matt G. <laughs> and I was just like... <laughs> From this day forward, my name will no longer be Homer J. Simpson. It will be Homer J. Simpson. J. Simpson. Uh, so I forgot what this week is because it fucking snuck up on me. It could have also just been the Halloween episode. Mm. I made a Halloween reference. Yeah, Ben tried. (laughs) I did it. I made a Halloween reference. It's the ghost of Railroad (laughs) Pass. He's the ghost railman from Hey Arnold. It's a dead form of transportation. The the scariest episode of Hey Arnold. What about the what what about the mobster on the island? No. Ghost Train is easily the scariest one. Okay. I will fight you this. What about Pigeon Man? (laughs) That's inspiring. He flies into the sun at the end. It's terrifying. (laughs) It's inspiring. He he carries disease wherever he goes. (laughs) I am going to go ahead and start because I didn't play anything relevant to Halloween and just hope that you guys can close out on something spookier. Uh, the closest, <laughs> the closest I got was the existential horror that is oh. watching all BoJack Horseman content that is currently out. Oh, you went through the whole series and again. Yep, I went episode one to the six. first half of season six uh, that released on Friday. 
I did skip the Christmas episode. (laughs) It is not good. (laughs) Is it not good because it's Christmas or because it's like... It's just like an episode of his show. Uh, yeah, it's mm. mostly like an yeah. episode of horsing around, yeah. like unironically, yeah. with like a few cuts to modern day of Bojack just not liking Christmas. It does not move any characters or plots forward at all. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, yeah, that show is still amazing. The newest season is very good. Um, it has. Like, they took incredible advantage of the fact that um, they're releasing it in two parts. Because, like, this is not the first show that we've seen do this. Attack on Titan released season three in two parts. Uh, Venture Bros released season four in two parts. Um, Plenty of other shows have done this. And I think BoJack is the one that I've seen take the best use of it um, in that it sets up a uh you know a lot of plot threads and begins like tying them all together as the season the first half of the season comes to a close in a way that uh i think it will like stand out uh once the second half of the season comes out because like right now if you go back and watch season four of uh venture bros for example like it all just seems like one you know season that just continues there's not a super obvious break okay uh, like i think bojack has Hmm. Uh, interesting but yeah (laughs) i uh and they're like bringing up a they're like tying it all together you know they're bringing back characters from season one and two that we haven't really seen and um just like they're making a real effort to wrap everything up in a super satisfying way. So is as it opposed over to at the end of the season? It's the last season. Yeah. Oh, okay. The second half comes out in January and then it will be over. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're absolutely making the best of it. Cool. Um, which is not to say that, um, they still managed to like avoid just having the last season, only be references to older stuff and like meta jokes <laughs> and they you know they introduce new characters they introduce new plot lines that are interesting in their own right and so it all fucking works together really well nice. um i think we're gearing up for a real punch in the dick but <laughs> who knows aren't we always though yeah that is <laughs> isn't a it good always portion of that show yeah. um this isn't specifically relevant to uh, season six, but it's just everything after season two. The one thing that like bugs me about that show is the uh, like minor spoilers for season two. If you have not gotten caught up, me, um, you guys have, yeah, me, you guys have all seen. I've it. only season seen two. season one. My yeah, I only watched the first season. I didn't really uh, get into it well, too much. You both absolutely should. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, then I'm not going to super see. bother. Essentially, there is a huge event at the end of season two. Yeah. Jesus, uh, <laughs> that is um, 
probably like one of the most well known. But the issue is like they continue to treat it uh, as like the worst thing Bojack has ever done as he continues to do worse things. It would be like if you're at a party and some guy like pulls a chair out from under somebody as they sit down and they like whack their head pretty good and like get a big bump on it. It's like, okay, that was a dick move and blah, blah, blah. But then like, as he continues to like murder people at the party, everybody's just like, remember when Joe pulled that chair out of that from under that guy? Like, man, that was awful. (laughs) It's just like, but again, he's murdering people actively right now. I guess. I mean, I always thought the worst thing that Bojack did is when he shoved his henchman in front of Gohan's blast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I haven't even seen that movie, Whoa. so. <laughs> I guess you really haven't Deep seen Bojack cut. Unbound, have you? I have not. I was waiting for the abridged, and now they've just stated that's not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> so Kevin will never see it. That's a yeah. like, pretty, pretty fun movie. Yeah. It is good. I really enjoyed Bojack's Galactic Burster, and like the way he dies at the end is fucking brutal. Spoilers. No, the bad guys win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alternate universe. I mean, technically, they never kill Garlic Jr. You can't. Yeah. He's just trapped in the goddamn Dead Zone. <laughs> Back in the last season. The of name Super. of the movie is called Dead Zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you mean like hell no this is a different type of dead zone uh but yeah so fucking i you should both watch it it's it is really incredibly good. good i don't disagree and there's not enough hours yeah. of the day i found enough time this week to watch yeah, five and a half you seasons play jack shit you, you opened your segment doing that oh i video game show i've played shit I've played shit. That was just the most Halloween-y thing I've Watch done. Watch BoJack Horseman? Oh. I yeah, guess it, it was yes. because of the <laughs> existential crisis. Because the existential eggs. Yeah. <laughs> it was a stretch. The other things I've done are less Halloween-y. That is how unprepared because, for Halloween I was. I mean... Because really the Kais were in the wrong when they sealed them up <laughs> using the four stars. Um, I mean, I would say that, like, the, the older you get, the... The more you slip away from Halloweeny business, <laughs> I mean, because once you figure out you can just go buy a bag of candy, the holiday's meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sitting around <laughs> gearing up to fucking go trick or treating. <laughs> As I have aged, the way I celebrate Halloween has definitely also changed. <laughs> Now it's an excuse to put on a Darth Vader mask and start fucking. Oh. <laughs> Recreate that awful Revenge of the Nerds movie. That movie did not age well. No, it did not. No, it was rape then. The and musical it's number at the end now. was basically all the movie had to begin with. <laughs> and you can't even watch it now without just like, oh, Come yeah. Come on, everybody. There's, everybody, <laughs> clap your hands. There's a, a lot of rape that led up to this. That we constructed as a comedy, apparently. Oh, you, you know That's Brett Kavanaugh and Spook were watching it laughing. Oh, I bet it's one of his favorite movies, man. 
Probably watching, puts it on every Halloween. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds and drinking beers with boofing. Spook and... <laughs> and boofing. <laughs> uh, so on the less Halloween-y side, I uh, did break the ultimate taboo what? of playing a game. Play one of our games. Yeah, <laughs> that one of you <laughs> mentioned previously on the podcast. Oh, nice. Um, How dare you? <laughs> which was playing... Outer Wilds. Not being confused Not without it. The Outer Worlds. I was confused all week because everyone was like, this new game came out. I'm like, but Sud talked about that game like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Did he like get a preview of it? Uh, but so yes. Outer- Did he just lie about a new game? <laughs> um, so uh, I, I had seen like a ton of people bring up how incredible this game is. And Sud obviously, you know... Uh, Oh my god! Gave a really glowing review. Banned it when he from spoke the about it. from the rest of us playing it by mentioning it on the podcast. <laughs> but I'm a bad boy, a rule breaker, a rebel. Um, Kevin's a but bad yeah, that game guy. Is amazing. <laughs> He's the Joey of the group. I uh, have friends. Yeah, seriously, it's <laughs> a Yu-Gi-Oh reference, but take it as you want. <laughs> The fact that Sud <laughs> thought it was a Friends reference. Why was that not Saito Kaiba? Actually, making it a Yu-Gi-Oh reference makes it a w- weird twist of events. <laughs> oh yeah, I would never have guessed that. <laughs> Is there even a Joey in Friends? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. He got a spinoff called Joey. <laughs> yeah, called Joey. <laughs> he was the New York guy. I was yeah. always. Yeah, but he had a real thick New York (laughs) accent. No, now you're thinking of Joey from (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. He also had a thick New York accent. (laughs) I see what they're getting at. Hey, Yugi, what about them blue-eyes white dragons, yo? (laughs) That is unironically what he sounded like. Yeah, exactly. And that's how how (laughs) both Joey sounded like. I've never seen the show. Yeah. What? Hey, Yugi. I just remember... In the first episode... Hey, Yugi, why do you do that transforming thing on that motorcycle like, thing, yo? Basically. Yu-Gi-Oh's entire motivation is because his grandpa gets put in the <laughs> hospital after losing a card game. He has a heart attack. Well, that's the thing. Like, all these games, like, the game is, like, the entire world economy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, everything is, like, based I mean, around the, 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 the CEO the made a jet. Of this card yeah, like, it looks like, like a how, dragon. Kind of like how in Ready Player One, that dude's uncle, like, needed to borrow his, like, gloves so he could, like, farm money and, like, get, pay his rent in the (laughs) VR world. But, like, it just makes me think, like, the fundamental building block of any society is food. And you're saying that this (laughs) card game is worth more than, like, the ability to have a, like... They have the technology for hard light holograms. (laughs) (laughs) They use it exclusively (laughs) for a trading card game. Which is why the grandpa had a heart attack. (laughs) Uh, But so, yeah. They're battling on motorcycles. (laughs) None of that is actually relevant to Outer Wilds, but uh, at least not so far. I haven't hit the point where I landed on anything that required a trading card game. Um, But, like, this game fucking had me sold from moment one. Really? 
yeah, like you immediately start off in this like kind of wooded village that is uh, just like immediately like my aesthetic. It has that like kind of Pacific Northwest feel Morrowind. to it, even though it's all aliens. Nah. Uh, no, yeah, not Morrowind. Uh, if anything, it's closer to Oblivion, but. <laughs> Not quite. Is this that game by Bethesda? It's kind of like Firewatch aesthetic, kind of, you know? Like, it's got, like, a yeah. art- artisanal, like, pastiche style. Like, it's all oh, okay. cartoony characters. Yeah. It's not realistic. Um, Is this the Bethesda new but Bethesda so, game? No. Okay. <laughs> no, you are oh. thinking of The Outer Worlds, which is also not a Bethesda game. No. It's just by a studio that used to work closely. And this game yeah. is... Made by ben, a small you really company. Oh, okay. And just like walked away. It's by Annapurna Interactive. <laughs> no, it's it's confusing. I know we've had three podcasts on it. <laughs> outer Worlds, Outer um, Wilds, Wilds Outer. <laughs> but like uh, the aesthetics of that game are just fucking incredible. Everything they do with everywhere you go. Uh, just like some really unique, fascinating sights and Cause like I'm trying to speak broadly about it uh, because um, there's like the whole thing is like the mystery of what's going on in the universe essentially and trying to figure it out piecemeal based on all this stuff you stumble across. And so like, yeah, the less, uh, you know, you say about it, the better. Okay. Because it is one of those games where apparently once you beat it, there's no reason to play. You it again. can just beat it in about 15 minutes. There's no replay value. Yeah, oh, okay. no replay value. Um, but so yeah, it's like just aesthetics wise. Like I think I could probably replay this again after beating it just to like hang out in some of the Look environments. What, yeah. When did created. it come out? Earlier this year, like a month uh, or so ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like it's still it's like new. the beginning of fall. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I yeah I went ahead and paid twenty five bucks for it on the Epic Store. Um, it every time you launch it, it gives you a big thing saying like, "Oh, this game is best played with a controller." But I have had no issues playing it mouse and keyboard. Like, I think there's a very minimal amount that maybe having a uh, controller might improve it, but like it's not a shooter or anything. You don't need mm. twitch reflexes or what? anything like what, that. So what kind of game is it? It's just an exploration game. Oh, okay. Ben, you are on this fucking podcast. You just <laughs> have a fugue state. <laughs> talked about this at length. Uh, I thought you were my friend, Ben. <laughs> Is everything I say go in one ear, not the other? Am I a no, dog I needed, whistle? I needed, I needed the <laughs> memories to perceived. trigger. <laughs> um, but so, yeah. Like, I paid 25 bucks for it. I think it's the same on, uh, you know, console. I It is so worth that. Um, mm. I will say, because of the n- nature of it, there's a lot of kind of, like, orbital mechanics it has going on. Um, like the, f- after I played the first hour or so, I had to take a break for like three hours. Cause I was 
incredibly sick. Mm-hmm. Like it, I got a headache oh, and incredibly no. nauseous, and I had to step away. Um, and so I don't I, think you that's gonna hit that. me. I, I'm gonna I get hit like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because like I was worried that I was just gonna have to play it in like one hour blocks and then lay in bed <laughs> in between. Um, but I did go ahead and jump into the options, and I uh, turned up the FOV because like. I think it defaults to like 65 and I bumped that up to like 95 or a hundred and I have not had any issues since then. Okay. Like, I think it just has you <laughs> too zoomed in essentially <laughs> from the get go. Um, but yeah, so that's been amazing. It's definitely going to be a contender for like best game Whoa. of the year for me. Yeah. You know, okay. it made you sick. Um, well, like I said, I fixed the FOV and I haven't had that issue now. So It's like got a head bobby thing to it as you walk around. And because you're orbiting things and it's like a lot of zero G, it kind of fucks with your perspective, especially when you're zoomed in like that. Yeah. I totally see how the FOV can like help fix that because you just get to see more of like what you're rotating around or what you're seeing as you're like in different gravity environments, which I think yeah. definitely help. Um, but so, yeah, super recommend uh i'd say so far i mean i haven't beat it it could like something could go wrong as i explore something else right now it's 10 out of 10 kevins whoa so many wait kevins. so kevin i have a question so you know the central conceit of the game i you know what's happening to the universe to the what to the universe you know what's happening to the universe i mean vaguely i have hit the time limit okay <laughs> like oh you have yeah okay okay um that's all I wanted to know. Because, like, you can die well before that time limit, which happened to oh, me quite a few yeah. times. The first time I yeah. died in that game, I fucking flew to the moon, got out of my ship, and then suffocated because I forgot to put on my spacesuit. <laughs> <laughs> I just died in space. And then the second time I died, I did not realize that bringing up the map does not pause the game, <laughs> and I fell into the sun. <laughs> I managed to come out of the map just in time to see myself <laughs> hurtling towards it. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> you make a couple oh, of things. No, that that left turn game, in yeah. Albuquerque. Oh. I'm definitely going to get this game. <laughs> uh, and so the other game I played, uh, which I'm going to use to transition into Sud because I know he played it, is that I did also play The Outer Worlds. Oh, I was right. <laughs> Uh, um, how do they um <laughs> this game looks like like um like fucking fallout that's what i said yeah it, it is, is fallout it is yeah it like this could very easily just be like a slightly altered reality yeah. of fallout where they didn't have the nukes and made it into space mm-hmm. Because, like, you still have that like retro... Like escape Earth. Yeah, you have that retro-futurism like, stuff. You have the, like, super late-stage capitalism stuff. You have the, like, kind of cutesy mascot for giant evil <laughs> corporation. Um, yeah. Spacer's Is that, like, choice. the moon man or whatever? Yeah. Spacer's choice. Like, the loading yeah. screens are a bunch of, you know, old like... Old-timey... New-age, old-timey advertisements. It's just in the shit. moon, there's a bee's knees. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. I love the like, yeah, like moon masks people were wearing. Yeah, that's the, like moon, illuminated moon head things with the top hat. That's yeah, the dude, basically a bobblehead. Uh, you can get one of those pretty quickly. I'm sure. Can't you probably just run up to um, the first person you see wearing one, kill them, and take it from them? I mean, you can also Not just really. buy one for like nothing. Yeah, Matt wants to murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess you could probably also just murder the guy. <laughs> um but so yeah, I mean fucking playing through it the <laughs> direct uh there's no references that I've seen to Fallout, but like the similarities are fucking strong. Um like it's borderline legally actionable. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at earlier, but without I didn't really say it. I was like, this game looks so much like Fallout. Like I'm surprised that like they hadn't had to like, like ask permission or something. Like, yeah. Well, Bethesda has a lot more problems in their hands with Fallout right. 76. So oh my god! Why don't they get that shit order first? <laughs> um. But so, yeah, I mean, all of the stuff that people praised Fallout New Vegas for is, you know, absolutely here in spades. You have tons of, like, really varied and interesting characters. The companions you can get are, like, really fleshed out. You have out two, and, right? Yeah, you can have two at a time. Yeah. Whole team. And I think yeah. there are six to unlock based on the companions like Mass it brings up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the storylines are more interesting and at least somewhat more morally gray than just like kill people for no reason or don't kill them for no reason. Mm. Um, I will say that um, the two biggest complaints I have about the game are um, the difficulty level. Cause like I started on normal. I pretty quickly jacked it up to hard and I'm still just fucking drowning in, uh, like, he- healing stuff. Uh, none of the... So, it has a weird thing with combat where, like, it is it has largely not been challenging for me, but you also take damage so fast that it's also really easy to fuck up and die super quickly. So you one-shot um, everything you and everything one-shots you? Yeah. No. And I don't know if you can one-shot it. Like, I, guess it I mean, one of the guns I got really early on, the like plasma rifle that charges up. like Oh, you're just using a charge shot? Yeah, if you charge that up, it one-shots most everything on the first planet. Like, um, on Halcyon. And so, because like, the other issue is you have like one healing button for to inject yourself with a thing and that just does like a heal over time. Mm-hmm. So like it's not helpful for if you're actively being shot. Right. It's something you have to do like and be able to take cover for a couple seconds. Right. Um so the, there's so, no insta heals. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Um I do like the concept of the healing system cuz like you have an injector thing and uh, in your inventory, all the like healing items you can either eat uh, to give yourself whatever benefit they have, or you can like place them in slots you unlock in your injector, 
so that when you inject yourself, you'll get the normal heal you always do, plus the benefits of anything you put in those slots. Um, so, you know, you can manually eat something to give you plus 10 attack, or you can slot it in there and get plus 10 attack every time you inject yourself with the healing item. Uh, which is a cool idea, uh, but again, like, it's just, you go down so fast that it has limitations and it doesn't work quite as well as I think it could. Like, I think the player and enemies could use to be beefier. Said any thoughts? Uh, I mean, this game actually just could really use the VAT system. Like, <laughs> it's so weird because, like, they have to make all these things, like, approximations of the stab system. So it's a lot, <laughs> it, it's just a lot, like, simpler. So, like, in Fallout, you can, like, individually select points mm-hmm. in your different stats. And in this game, you're group, you have group stats. So, like, you're, you're buffing a whole set of stats in, like, one group. Does that make sense? And, like, you get to see, like, what that does to your character, like, individually, but you're not controlling those points individually. It's not like you're putting a point into lockpicking, a point into hacking. You're putting a point into, like, intelligence, and then it, like, raises all those stats up together. Um, The shooting uh, is VATS-like. It's like an evolution of VATS insofar that you hold down um, a button and then it slows down time. And then as you like put your mouse cursor over a, a body part, it'll tell you what it does. So like if you shoot in the head, it'll be blinded, they'll miss more, hit the legs, it'll be crippled, you know. Um, and there's cool interactions between some of the skills. So like if you have intimidate, like if you shoot someone, they'll like freeze and like start screaming in horror. And like that makes them easier to kill. But like, I just kind of wish it was just the bat system. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mean, like I, I think it's like a cool approximation. Like this is the kind of game that I thought Fallout Four would be more like. If yeah, that makes sense. Like if they wanted to make this kind of game, it feels like it would be Fallout Four, and not this game when you could like do almost anything. So I had no, I mean, I knew it was going to be like an RPG, but I had no idea it was going to be like so much like Fallout. And so mm-hmm. this Halfway House is weird. That being said, the writing's fantastic. Like, yeah. When you first meet your ship computer, it's like one of the funniest pieces of dialogue in in video games. <laughs> like, because I don't want to spoil it because it is very funny, but it's just like this person, like the ship computer, is trying to convince you that you are someone who you're clearly not, and though you have to go <laughs> along with it, and it becomes like a running <laughs> gag throughout nice. the rest of the game. Um, and like the the game's just really funny and really witty. It's sort of like. The comedy is like very Douglas Adams. Okay, cool. I would say. Yeah, um, I can absolutely is, see that. I like that. Like, and yeah. I like that. Like it's, that sounds it's great. interesting. Like Fallout had a, a New Vegas especially had a bunch of like really serious storylines. But they also did and, comedy too. You no. Know, they did, but it, it was Yeah, it was, it was less serious. tongue like, in cheek so like by, Douglas Adams. Yeah, so so Bioshock has this like sort of weird comedy, but they do it in such a serious way that it becomes creepy. So like the circus of values is like creepy because you're in a dilapidated like world. In this place, like if there was a circus of values, it becomes part of the joke and it becomes more lighthearted. So it's actually a pretty lighthearted game, I find. 
um, about like capitalism and about like late stage capitalism and what it means if you like had to work off like corporate script and like everything you say is part of a slogan and part of a brand and it creates this like really weird dynamic and all the factions are different um, yeah. companies oh, cool. uh, and which is interesting and fun and like different boards have like different views of you as you approach it and there's a lot of choice in the game but just like the mechanic system of it is it's interesting like they made some choices that i think they tried to do so it would be a hit and i'm not sure i agree with them like i think there's a better system in here that's just a lot different because like the combat's fine you know yeah it's it's all in service of the role playing which is okay but like you had a blank canvas like why is this the best you can do yeah um this like weird fat fat facsimile of, of, of fallout well and like the other issue is that uh because of the like outer space nature of it and the like different planets it's not one big map it's not just you know boston and the surrounding area it's like this one town on this planet and this other town on this other planet and so it's I bet if you added it all up, it's roughly the size of like Fallout 3 or Fallout 4 or whatever, but it's split up amongst a bunch of different zones. And so uh, you run into stuff uh, like I am on the first planet, like where you start off and I have wiped out all of the bandit camps. There are no more bandits at (laughs) all on this map. Like I'm just now safe everywhere I go. Um, yeah which is like a little bit disappointing because then it kind of kills that fear of uh you know exploration wandering a world without being attacked yeah well i mean because of the world structure like you're never going to run into a death claw camp yeah like everything you find on the world is like scaled to you so you're not ever scared like you're not going to have that interaction with the super unit holding like a nuke like that doesn't happen in this game, you know, and that was some of the, the best randomness. Parts of yeah, you know what I mean, the random <laughs> in the middle of a t- you're, just like, you're talking to someone in a death clause right behind you. The... Well, because yeah, because yeah, like it made uh, you know traversal between cities intimidating, mm-hmm. and like even later on when you're getting when you're like pretty beefed up, you still have to make sure that like you have the health and ammo to make it out like from one place to another. And then like, if you get over encumbered, then it's just like, Oh fuck me. Yeah. Like it's going to take me 45 minutes to walk back to megaton, which is like the nearest place. To There's no way shit. it's um, worth your time to walk all the way back. Fucking over encumbered, drop some shit and just run back normally. Like it's not like whatever you have in your backpack well, like- is not worth that time. <laughs> Sure, but, <laughs> but like it's I'll the say brain this, like, worms, man. But like it, like this game makes so many concessions to simplifying it. So like I mentioned the skill system, which is simplified. I mentioned like how combat's been simplified a little bit more because you can you can play it as a shooter. Like I think it's the worst way to play it, but you could. Yeah. Um, and the other part is that like there are perks that like let you early on, like within like a few levels, that let you fast travel while over encumbered. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> at which point it's what just is like, the point mm-hmm. of this game. Yeah, yeah. Why even have a weight system at all at that point? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. And so I like this game, but I like this game for its role playing mm-hmm. and it's like conversations and stuff, but the mechanics of it Janky. are a real disappointment. And yeah. And 
I it's not jank. I it's pretty well polished for an obsidian game. Yeah, I like, the close like the worst like technical issues I've had is like every now and then like a dead body will fall kind of like halfway into the ground. But like I haven't had any issues getting stuck in anything, anybody glitching out, you know, none of the stuff you generally associate with like those games. Uh tech technically it has been very impressive so far it's really beautiful like the art design's great this is a double a game though and like i don't know how i got the impression that this is like a triple a game like huge budget behind it it just it can't be like if yeah. this is what you did with that money then you sort of wasted it because it's not like the witcher 3 which is like far right. more complex than this game and like well far yeah. more impressive and you know fallout 4 is bad but it's bad for very specific plot and like yeah. interaction reasons it's not the game and the world itself um and so this is sort of like it's it's i don't know if it's a disappointment because it's still unique like i haven't really played a narrative that's like this and like that's just a testament to how good the writing is well but yeah and beyond th- that like i wouldn't give it a high mark yeah i think like the I think a lot of the combat stuff just comes from the fact that they wanted to make, like, a Fallout game. I think if you designed this from the ground up in a vacuum, like, it probably wouldn't have combat. It just, yeah, it wouldn't have combat. Like, the best parts of this game are the stories and talking to people and your companions and all of that stuff. And the the combat is sporadic enough and it's you know easy enough to clear a map and essentially remove combat from that map that it's just kind of like why is it there like i think it would be more just kind of yeah i think it would be more kind of stealthy sections uh stuff where if you get caught then you're probably going to get one shotted kind of stuff um i guess I mean, I feel like they felt they had to. Yeah, to make this I feel game. like yeah. And it sounds just, like they were forced into the situation. We well, ha- it's cool. Like that's the thing. Like, it, like you could make a better combat yeah. system. You know, like you could do what Kevin said, or you could just make something better. And I don't know I what see. this thing is. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's odd. But like the one thing I will say that it, it is going for it is just. Um, well, or not going for it. Sorry. The one thing I was going to say that's the kind of that is kind of jank is like the way that conversations play out because like you can have conversations with multiple people and your character will like rotate, like pivot on their on his feet so that you only see one face like <laughs> in front of you talking to them and then you'll like pivot the camera pans to another person who's responding. And it's just like weird. Like there's no scenes necessarily. Yeah. Um yeah, that might be yeah. another thing is like instead of conversations being the fallout uh, type of thing of even just like moving the camera above to see you and the person you're talking to and the companions all at once. Like you could probably do some cool cinematic stuff with that. Um, Make it like Mass Effect. Yeah, because yeah, like your companions will talk to you during conversations. They'll talk to the person you're talking oh, to. Okay, like they'll cool. weigh in on stuff like we're gonna let Um, him talk and just go with what he says but you're seeing one person's face during that yes fucking bizarre like so yeah your character's just like instantly (laughs) 180-ing 
to hear yeah, what your companion has to say. Um, well, and I like some of the smaller stuff even where, cause you know, like in fallout, when you have a companion, you talk to like, you turn, like if they're following you and turn around and like interact with them, they'll say like a handful of canned lines that they just kind of like rotate through. Whereas like, you can talk to your companions and bring up like a whole conversation window. Bond with them. Learn their Yeah. So like you'll be running past a shop with one of your companions and they'll be like, Oh, I'm not allowed in there anymore. And you like interact with them and you'll have, you'll get to have a whole conversation about why they're not allowed in there. It sounds like the, it sounds like this takes a lot of uh, RPG elements from like divinity Two and divinity where Oh, it's definitely in that classic. Yeah, sense. yeah, like the classic. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Gates, CRPG, but those had really great gameplay to them. Like the combat in those mm-hmm. games, fantastic. You think the game would have done? This you think the game would have been a lot better if they turned it into more of a turn-based kind of thing? If this was like yeah, Fallout yeah, yeah. One or Fallout Two, I think it'd be perfect. I think it'd be uh. perfect. Like have it isometric and like make it turn-based and. Fucking steal the VAT system for that because who cares? Yeah, call it know? Stav. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, it's just weird. Like this is just such a weird <laughs> double A game, which I didn't know existed anymore. Um, I would suggest people play it because like there's no other game story out there like that. But if you think that you're gonna have a fun time moment to moment, you are mm-hmm. severely okay. severely misinformed. Like it's just not that. Yeah. And I feel like the people who like this game a lot like are liking it for the reasons me and Kevin are mentioning, and the people who don't like it have very good okay. reasons why not to like Fair it. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, still, like, just based on the characterization, the story, the interactions, I'd still give it, like, an 8 out of 10. Oh, yeah, it's a gr- yeah, I think so. Yeah, eight, it's just, like, there are major flaws that, like, I feel like they could have addressed and might be addressed by mods later on so yeah this is a game i wish i got on pc and I did yeah it might it almost yet. be worth waiting six months to a year to wait for the mod community to get in there and mess mm-hmm. with armor get values and health values and mm-hmm. yeah well like to have a mod to make it the vat system that sounds amazing yeah like i'm sure it's going to happen there'll also be a shrek mod there's always a Shrek yeah. mod. <laughs> <laughs> There's never not a Shrek uh, mod. <laughs> what else did you get up to, Sid? Uh, I played another game that released this year, or this week. Uh, it is technically this year. And it's <laughs> Call of Duty Modern we, Warfare. Not whoa. Call of Duty 4 modern warfare which is just so it's a it's a remake Um, of four oh boy don't (laughs) (laughs) like this is no 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 none of that here it's like halloween (laughs) halloween 2 halloween 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 (laughs) 2 like you know yeah halloween millennium edition jason in space (laughs) uh that's something different um, this is a weird game. Uh, it is simultaneously brilliant and also awful. Um, I'll say this. So 
it has the same character. Did you guys all you all played Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two? Did you guys play Modern Warfare Three was that? by any chance? I don't think I got around to <laughs> what three. Was, what was three? Three like ties up that trilogy. So like one. I remember two and three one and two. Counts, like the same. I don't remember yeah, I don't three remember much. Three. Okay, so it takes the same characters from Modern Warfare One. And then this is like a new story with them, but it has nothing to do with. This is like the Dragon Ball oh, Heroes. Oh, okay. Of Duty. Yes. Does that make sense? <laughs> Just a mishmash right. of characters so like, and fandom. Yeah. 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 And so, like, it's got Captain Price, it's got fucking Ghost, and I don't all know your any favorites. Of these characters. So, yeah, is Ghost the sure dog? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, Ghost is the guy with the skull okay. bandana yeah. or whatever. Captain Price was the guy you uh, went on the sniping mission with. Yeah. He launched the nuke. You generally play as Soap McTavish. <laughs> um, so the game opens up with a suicide bombing, uh, which is great. <laughs> are you with a suicide yeah, yeah, bomber? Right. Is this there no rush? Yes, you are. <laughs> no, you are. You're in a van full of terrorists and you're like super nervous and you're silent and then the van arrives and like people start getting out with a bomb and like you go into an urban space and you like press the detonator and then it smash cuts to the title which is Modern Warfare. <laughs> the Terminator like, the theme plays. Dun 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 right. dun dun. <laughs> okay, so this is a pretty big that's a pretty big check, right? Like you'd say like, "Oh man, like that's pretty that's that, that's some well, yes. what awesome. Modern Warfare was the the airplane one, right? Were you... Well, yeah. wait, just let me let me finish. All right, Mission Two, a mass shooting in London's Piccadilly district. This is all in the first twenty minutes. <laughs> like, this is the biggest fucking checks of all time. And I'm like, okay, so this is what they're saying. This is what Modern Warfare's like in the modern world. I'm like, okay, sure. The game um, hands you a Mountain Dew, and. Yeah, and so it's like, I got my Mountain Dew, I'm going to get back to these terrorists. And it's trying to be a, a modern, uh, like a military thriller. Um, they're chemical weapons on the loose, and it's up to the elite military forces of the U.S. and the U.K. to find them at the same playing field against Russian extremists. And then a barely fictional terrorist organization called Al-Katala, <laughs> and a resistance from a fictional Middle Eastern country called Uz- Uzbekistan. <laughs> like, Uzbekistan. <laughs> it's 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 Uzbekistan. Sorry, uh, but garbage yeah. like Alcatala, Uzbekistan, <laughs> and this is where my problem with the game comes. Lazy in. writing. Like, you are showing. No, it's not lazy writing. Um, I'm going to tell what the game does really well uh, in a little bit, but like you are writing these checks about like mass slaughter in like famous landmarks. Like, it is true that there are people with suicide vests who will go into crowded areas and detonate themselves. Like, that happens. It is true that there have been mass shootings in Europe. And you're showing this, but then you don't have the balls to, like, say, like, Al-Qaeda? Like, why are you doing this fake one? Like, Al-Qatar. Do they have lawyers who are going to sue you? They live in caves. Like, what is happening, you know? I mean, and then like Charlie Hebdo. <laughs> I guess it's not it's not, not a, a concern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not not a concern, but it's also like you wanted to tell the story, so be brave. You wanted to go hard, dude, or not? You know, like yeah. I don't. Yeah, so yeah. go hard all the way. Like this is like going in hard and then becoming mm. flaccid. Like this is really <laughs> weird. 
like weird. It's it's uh, you guys are, this is a side topic. Have you heard of like swaddling in the Mormon community? No. no. It's a thing that Mormon teens do because it's not considered sex is that like the boyfriend will like get hard and enter into his girlfriend, but then he won't move. <laughs> and then that's not considered sex in the Mormon community. It's called swaddling. That's pretty upsetting, huh? <laughs> that's what this is. This is Mormon this is, like, sex. Really hard. So you just <laughs> and then, you just and stand there and you just sit the there game. and then like yeah, you just you sit there and think about God <laughs> and not move. Swaddling. Um, and so like like it's just it's just like no Russian is <laughs> all right so. I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 are two of the best first-person campaigns I've ever played. Um, I think they're, like, really revolutionary for what they're doing. They create this, like, thrill-ride, roller coaster-style game, which has been done to death, but at the time was really unique and really cool. And this is what it is, you know? And... This is, from my understanding, I haven't played a lot of the more recent Call of Duties. It's a really good shooter. Like, um, it has, uh, it has like a similar mission to All Gillied Up, which I think is one of the best first-person shooting missions I- of all time, and it has something very similar, and it's great. And uh, but then like, you're also like working with these two Orzikstani resistance fighters called Farah and Hadir. And they're like really well, really well fleshed out characters. And it's like really unfortunate to them because like this is clearly a stand in for the Kurds in Syria. And we just like abandoned them to be ethnically cleansed. And, you know, there was a joke in like a comment, which was just like press F to abandon allies and have them be ethnically cleansed. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for that now (laughs) because this is that kind of game. Like it is it is jingoism and patriotism which I'm not necessarily against if you go all the way and you're not like, you're just showing like shocking things to show shocking things. And the rest of it is just this fake bullshit because you don't want to hear the blowback, you know? Um, It's fun. Like it's mechanically great. It's one of the best first person shooters I've played since doom. Uh, And I think it's totally worth your time. And I'm sure the multiplayer is awesome. And though this is like, a MAGA chud's wet dream. And like, why is this the look you want to go for? Um, and I, I don't know what Would to say. Would you say it's the that. American um, shooter of video games? <laughs> is that what I said? No, I'm asking if you would say that. It is for the Midwest. I'll say that. It is for the economically anxious. Sorry, I mean American um, sniper. Uh. Oh, okay. I was getting really confused. Uh, yeah, probably. That's a pretty good comparison. I like American sniper too, but I like American sniper when I like read it as a <laughs> criticism of the guy and not as like yeah. Which you can like you can watch that movie and be this like, dude, yeah, psychopath. Like, yeah, I don't think should not be uh, propped <laughs> yeah, up. Look how fa- um, look how fake that baby is. The baby's so fake. Oh, the fake baby! I can't believe so that movie funny. got so even funny. close to the Oscars because of that with that fake baby in there. They should have just like canceled it because of the fake baby, dude. I love Clint Eastwood. He's such a maniac. Um, I don't know. I like that movie fine when I make like thinking about it. 
as like a uh, Hello. criticism of the dude. And like, I like this game a whole lot when I think about it as just like a roller coaster. Just like Chugging Mountain Dew, eating Doritos, and shooting terrorists. It definitely is like an amusement park well, I mean, like ride yeah. of a video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the uh, the other games in the series have not been that. So, like, the last Black Ops was, like, purely multiplayer. That was the was one like where they missed, tried to take over the idea. Fortnite community, right? With Blackout or whatever? They sure did. And they, I, I think thought, they did I, thought, okay, I heard it was pretty right? popular. Like I heard it was fun. It's Is it more popular than uh, yeah, PUBG? Yeah, probably. Like, probably, right? Like, so... Who's playing you know, PUBG Apex anymore? Apex and Fortnite at 1 and 2... And PUBG's a broken mess, so isn't everybody else on just, like, called Black Ops 4 or whatever? Like, that seems reasonable to me. Um, man, like, this game is so awkward. Like, it's it's a sign of the times. It's, like, a sign of, like, shut the fuck up. Like, don't mm-hmm. think about things. Go and, and blow shit up, and you'll have a great time. And it's like, yeah, you're right. I am having a great time. <laughs> and also, this is awful. Like, why... Like, why is this your worldview? Why is this the view you want to provide to consumers? Is the dollar all that you care all about? All ID dollar. Yes. Yeah, I always sort of way. felt uncomfortable yeah. playing, like, uh, a Call shooting game warfares. that was about, like, modern times in a way. Because, like, when you're playing, like, a historically driven shooting game where it's, like, you're playing World War Two, for the most part, all the chips have been kind of laid out over time and we kind of know I'm the story. <laughs> now there's a... The, I don't know, but what about <laughs> Hitler's economic policy? Now there's like, you know, like... Again, deep cuts <laughs> from our personal stuff lives. Going on now, like, you know, we, we don't really even fucking know. So it's like, you're going in and... Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. so opaque, right? Like, it's so hard. The one thing I would say is that in Modern Warfare 2, to its credit... The bad guy's a rogue American general who wants to start World War Three. Like <laughs> that's his whole goal. And like I mean, at the end, you're like going like after him. And like something that would be true, though. You know, like in in these months. That got okay. I looked at look up a picture of the general from World Modern Warfare Two. Don't tell me he doesn't look exactly like fucking <laughs> a young John Bolton. Like it's eerie. You like you can clearly see that like these. Like, at least when Vince Zampella or whoever, before Respawn came around, like, they were with Modern Warfare 2, remember? That whole kerfuffle, and they split off. Like, at least they had a point of view, and they were just like, yes, this is a theme park America first ride. And, though, they also knew that there are a lot of really <laughs> bad actors in the U.S., right? Like, we have things like Abu Ghraib. We have the shithole and, like, stain in our American consciousness that is Gitmo. And... It's sort of like, you know, Modern Warfare 2 isn't perfect, but it's sort of a critique on that in, in some ways. Um, this game doesn't have anything like most like games that. have. And it's just like, more games I've have played, critiques on war itself, but it seems like this one is just beyond the veil. It glorifies it. <laughs> it might. I'm not done. Like, I'm not done with it, right? Like, it, it could. And so I'm going to reserve my judgment. I'm just saying these are really big checks, and I don't think you can catch right. them. You know, like. These are insane shit to insane shit to say uh, and and do and make the player do, um, and like is this really what you want to be doing? And mm-hmm. I am unclear on that. So uh, it's good. It's like it's probably the best Call of Duty campaign in a while. So like that's, that's at least a yeah. seven out of ten studs. Like it's fucking beautiful. Like 
It looks amazing. The gunplay is really responsive. I just wish I could turn my brain off while playing it. <laughs> I can't. Um, didn't really do anything else. Uh, so Ben, I know you like to slam Mountain Dews as well. Like, what, did you slam any Mountain Dews? Uh, actually, I did drink a Mountain Dew today. Whoa. I did not chug it. Uh, no, oh, was it was just regular. Wire? Just regular do. My dude. Just reg. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I can drink voltage points? the same ever again. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, I drank that and I watched uh, Bill Burr's new stand-up special, Paper Tigers. The Billy Burriest. The Billy Burriest, and mm-hmm. you know he's he's Billiest and his Burriest in this stand-up. You know. He's basically just yelling with the funny. <laughs> Is it just like him on Conan, like stitched together? <laughs> I think that's all he does now. No, he's in. He's in the UK. He's doing. Uh, he's doing. A, he does. He's doing a big show there, and I really. People know apparently. about him in the UK, huh? And I really, I enjoyed. You know, I enjoyed it. Uh, I feel like he's uh, tossing out a lot of his material that we'll see in the next. Uh, F is for family, because he tells a lot of uh, family stories and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, if you like Bill Burr, you'll, you know, it's more of his stuff. It's pretty great. I don't, uh, but well. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> and then I, no. Is that, uh, is that it? <laughs> is that, like, his newest one? It yeah, just yeah, came exactly. Out yep. Did you guys know and Bill Burr is in that new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian? I did not. No, like what what? Char- he's like a, a character. <laughs> he's the Mandalorian. <laughs> he's a robot. <laughs> he's a he's like he's, he's a little panda red, like He's a, a redheaded like a bounty hunter robot. or something, you know. Oh wow! I mean, he was in Breaking Bad. <laughs> Ig Birdie, yeah, I loved him in Breaking Bad. That was such a good him and Huel. <laughs> I don't think that's the actor's real name. Fatnet Huel. He's a whole. No, he's. He uh, is. He's dead now. He still does stand up. He's a fucking he's hilarious alive. guy. Yeah. The big fat black dude. Yeah. Dude. Is still alive. Yeah. Patrice O'Neill died, that's and he's still that alive. That dude's head looks like a dude. triangle. Patrice O'Neill died a long time ago. That Ted. That. I know, and I thought that guy would have died a long time ago too. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, isn't Ralph, Ralphie May died? <laughs> I guess it does. You're right. You win, Matt. You win. Are you happy? I was trying but, to make Sud happy. I was content the whole time. But for for spoopy for spoopy spooky things, spooky. I checked out the well not. Uh, the latest season of The Walking Dead. Oh my god, get off. And, uh, Whoa. Yeah, get out of here. No I, one watches I, that I, shit. Was it sans context of like the last eight seasons <laughs> or are you actually caught up? No, I'm actually I'm actually caught up. Is Rick dead? My god. No, no. he like jumped on a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Like, he was, like, in a field, uh, and some some helicopter came and picked him up, and they're like, did Carl die? Somebody died. I know somebody may die. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Carl died. No one cares. I wanted to see what was going on after the Negan arc, and it turns out nothing. Can't just be dropping (laughs) Negans. 
<laughs> names. <laughs> wow. wow, Matt. Wow. <laughs> What's up, my Negan? Oh, you, you can't. Yes, you can't. We're not the first person to think that, so you know. <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, uh, I tried to get in the spooky mood, and it didn't I don't work. know why I chose that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I obviously made a bad choice. It's just like people talking for forty-five minutes, and then maybe yeah. zombies show up in the end, and they run, yeah. and they get away. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, but but it was it was more just of the same shit. I they, there's nothing here. I just decided to watch it because I was like, well, I watched most of it. I should try to finish it. And sometimes that's a bad idea. Gosh, I'm pretty sure I too... I like... And was it a bad I idea? It. I regret watching that last season. I'm pretty sure I tuned out, like... <laughs> I don't even know what season it was, but there was a season <laughs> where it was like, these characters were introduced and one of them was a kid, a couple kids. And I was like, oh, I know where this is going. And I was just like, I don't fucking care about this show anymore. And then if that turns out I was right, like, you know, one of the kids, like, had to get fucking killed or something. And she had to look at flowers. And I was just like, ugh. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. So over this the shit. The old, the old lady How shoots more... the little kid in the back of the head. Yeah, it's like you can only watch the same three <laughs> zombie tropes over and over and over. Yeah, yeah exactly, Matt. Yeah. Exactly. It's like... They've run out of stuff, and they're like, how long can we stretch the human element out, you know? Heavy air quotes. I just remember that, like, glory time when, like, before the oversaturation of zombie content, and, like, when Walking Dead first came out, and it was like, wow, this is, like, really fucking cool. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, those first six episodes I would even, I mean, the the first two seasons are pretty solid. But, yeah... The second season's apparently better if you marathon it. Mm. I remember watching it a week at a time was fucking oh, painful. Dang. Well, the last like good episode of Walking Dead, like, um is the one when they go back and find Morgan in his house. And oh, I, I looked episode. it up actually and it was like the last episode that was written by one of the original like Yeah, oh, yeah you got Frank Darabont. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, that makes then, sense. Like, of course, the, the <laughs> show sucks, and then they bring one of the original guys back for one episode, and it's the best episode in three seasons. <laughs> yeah, I remember bailing uh, at the mid-season break for season four, uh, just because like it had, had it had hit peak stupid. <laughs> like the show was always pretty bad about characters doing really dumb shit in order. Andrea was awful about this. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Lori, (laughs) like panicking about Rick being at a bar in town and stealing a car. I got, I got really turned off too when they didn't get the governor after one whole season of him being like the bad guy. Like the entire season, he was like, and then it's like, oh, they didn't. It was like, we're saving that for like halfway through the next season. And I was like, God, dude. Yeah. It's like, when you introduce a seasoned villain, you usually kind of kill him in the end of the season <laughs> or like something, you know, along those lines. 
Yeah, they, I guess they tried to make him kind of out like a G- Joffrey, but he was just, like, pathetic. So it's just like, just kill him now. No one cares. It was like we all knew how it was going to happen, too. It was well, like, why are you dragging it out and, like, making yeah, this, yeah. like, wait to see the inevitable? I mean, that's how the, that's how the show, you know, it knows how to extend a fucking episode. Just really drag yeah. it out. So that's that's the spookiest thing I I did. Which wasn't very spooky. I'd say it's still less spooky than Bojack Horseman. Yeah, I didn't have any existential crisis while watching. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, a terrorist exactly. blowing himself up in a crowd. <laughs> just, just zombies, which like aren't even a threat at this point. Everyone's Fatwa. like, oh, it's a zombie, I'm just going to stab it. Muhammad Jihad! Yeah. They, like, every time they tried to make them a threat, it was purely through characters Stupid doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, dumbest exactly. fucking shit. Yeah. Yep. They they brought it on themselves mm-hmm. over and over and over. Yeah. And then the last thing, the last thing I did is I'm back into Final Fantasy fourteen. Awesome. My God. As yeah. of today. Yeah. <laughs> like six yeah. hours ago, <laughs> not even. I'm thinking I'm back. Counts. Yes. Yeah. So I took I t- John Wick says that after a yeah, entire he's been night back for like seven. He's killed like thirty people. He's like, you know, I think I'm gonna get back into it. Mm-hmm. Like that in was- for a penny. Yeah, Ben's like, I've I've done I've done two quests. Yeah. I'm back in, baby. And it's just like, all right. I mean, to be fair, he's contractually obligated. Like he's stuck for the next month at the very least. Yeah, they got me. You could have been playing classic WoW with stop. me, but instead you're chocoboing it up. I am. <laughs> Wark. Final Fantasy XIV is way better than classic. Oh, for real? It's not even a contest. It's fun, Matt. It's really fun. Can we get a cactar? It's so good. Yes. Does he make the fun yeah. noise? Yeah, of course. And guess what? Yeah. He sits <laughs> on your head. Whoa. Like a brain <laughs> slug. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But cactus-y. cactus eye. Cactus <laughs> eye. Cactus induced. But uh, the uh, the latest expand the third expansion has been out for about three months. It's called uh, Shadowbringer. They introduced two new classes, which I forget their names. It's uh, the bunny people. Well, those are the Dancer. classes. I meant races. Uh, the the oh, bunny people oh, 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 and then uh, the cat people from Final Fantasy X. Uh, the 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 guy man. with the horn. I totally forget his name. Yeah, the Kamari. The Kimari? So the all. Uh, and I'm trying yeah. to remember the bunny people. And they're, they're female only. Uh, Jesus. And then the tiger people are yeah. male only. And then they have two new classes: the dancer, which is a ranged DPS slash buffing class. And then the Gunbreaker, which is like your squall, you know, sword gun, but they're a tank slash, uh, they're a tank slash buff character, but they focus on defense. And dancers are so I hear. I've seen a lot of them running around. They are indeed dancing away, giving me them sweet crit buffs. But it is, you know, it's. I love how much of the game is voice acted. That's what really blows my mind is how much 
the game is like cinematics with the characters moving and making facial expressions and actually conveying a story rather than reading text. And it's still fun. And um, and granted, <laughs> I just got back into it for six hours, but I'm still having a lot of fun. It's you know, it's like riding a bike. Got to remember some of the pedals, but other than that, it's it's pretty easy to get back into. I don't think anybody and has a problem remembering two pedals on pedals. a bike. Well, I, like there's eight. <laughs> there's more than two pedals. <laughs> <laughs> on the bike the left pedal helps you go forward and the right pedal also helps you go forward it's a win-win it's like a doctor it's a dr seuss-esque bike <laughs> so, like the there's ants? just a lot of pedals and switches and stuff but this does this controller have to go up the bike <laughs> yeah the switches are right here the same thing it's like yeah but why would you want to the switches are right here <laughs> but uh, Shadowbringer uh, goes into uh, some pretty uh, introduces some new worlds and uh, has a pretty cool take on uh, the whole light and dark themes and it reminds me a lot of um, Bayonetta and uh, well, it's got this whole theme that. where yeah. um, the light has taken that you enter a parallel world where light has taken over and light is the dis, uh, deciding like thing in the world and so it's very bayonetta with like these evil angels you know oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's okay, the best way I can describe it and so you know I was gonna say like you try to discern a plot from <laughs> no just in the sense best. of like what it means you know how angels can be contrived as evil you know Ca- Castlevania esque you know where things are morally gray or yeah yeah Devil May Cry totally, featuring yeah. Dante from the Definitely. Devil May Cry series Devil May Cry four to a T or three True. at the end you enter True. like the weird heavenly zone <laughs> or the end of one where Mundus is also literally in a heavenly choir. And you go up to a yeah, statue. so a lot of lot of yeah, a lot of Devil May Cry esque themes with light and versus dark, but it's super cool. Except these are well, yeah. much better told. Yeah, and uh, the voice acting is top notch, and uh, it really makes you engaged in the story, which is cool. So I say, check it out. You might get a there, oh, and uh, I got back into it because apparently. Uh, at the uh, at the start of the next month, they're gonna be introducing uh, a twenty man raid, like the biggest raid they've ever done, and it's going to be it's John Ratchman's it's been 40. directed John Ratchman's it's being 60. directed by the creator of um, ba- um, Near Automata. He. He's designing. He's designing the raid and is uh, like designing the monsters and the characters involved with it. And they're so all gonna have nice asses. Probably. So <laughs> everyone's looking forward to that. It is a theme. Or just major twink yeah, energy. Tell me you raided until you've seen Ragnaros shit on your friend. Don't tell me about raiding until you see Anixia send out all her whelps. <laughs> That's true horror. But Matt, speaking of speaking of Anixia sending whelps horror. out at you, what did you do this week? 
Yeah, you're braiding it. Grind endlessly for that. Oh shit! And now we have Matt. Wow, minute. This week, Matt did jack shit. I felt like I ran around in circles for like the entire gameplay of this week. I don't know. I'm like. I'm in this really horrible mid forties slump. Um, I don't know why. Uh, it's kind of weird talking about a game like this where it's like, oh man, I know I'm why. just like, you know. But I'm still having fun. <laughs> yeah, logging like, through it. I, I, you're like level forty three. Look at your quest book. You know, you got a bunch of quests that you can do, and you go and you do them all, and you're still fucking level forty three. And you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's like you go to another zone, <laughs> but luckily you have a mount so you can like traverse the, the, the world more. And I think that was kind of like maybe a deliberate part of the game design. Like after 40 is like making the player have to maybe uh, find different spots in the world too. You can't just be on that same kind of like path you were on f- until 40. Yeah, A to B to C to D. So yeah, um, <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> I've been questing everywhere, man. Um, I've been questing everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I very much remember hitting that yeah. exact same yeah, wall. Yeah, this seems like a familiar uh, wall. I mean, yeah, where it's just like, at some point I did eventually just be like, fuck it, I'm going to kill turtles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like put on some <laughs> trap beats. <laughs> I'm going to just go sit outside of the hammer yeah. until they patch this. <laughs> Just yeah, there's definitely like some of that going on. You see people who have just obviously been sitting in the same spot farming, but I, you know, um, I only do that like when I'm close to level. Like if I have like when, when I have like four, maybe like four bubbles left, you know, like, I'll be like, I'll just mob grind the, the last of this little level out. Um, I'll just do a small. I'll just do a small <laughs> genocide. But I was sort of like on Reddit and. Uh, I posted in a thread about like kind of like leveling as a warrior and I was kind of like voted to hell. I had posted some of my grievances <laughs> and someone was like, just wait, man, you hit 53, go full prot, just live in BRD until you hit 60. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just live in BRD. Hanging out with those dwarves. Just run it. Because, like, he's like, if you just do that for, like, you know, oh by the time you God. hit 60, you'll have all your, like, pre-shit. <laughs> yeah, the I was next like, oh, 20 I hours. Like, I don't even see <laughs> but then like, you... Running a BRD group can range. It's fraught. Yeah. It Parker is fraught. and I had, like, a six-hour BRD run. It was the most... How the fuck can you be, bail? I, really I don't know. Like, like, we we fucking stuck it out. Can, it was the worst thing and the best <laughs> thing ever. Kind of like our like 500 uh, death heroic or mystic we did or whatever that was. <laughs> that uh, was only a hundred. Um, but like BRD can either be still not incredibly great. easy if you have a group that knows what the fuck they're doing, where to go, and just like you just yes. But if you don't, it's I'm, like a four-hour run. Yeah, I'm guildless at the moment. I feel like when I hit fifty, 
Well, yeah. Remember so, he G quit. He waited until everyone was gone, and then G quit. I remember you G quit. That's why I'm saying he's guildless. That means he's gonna always have a. Well, terrible I feel time. like I feel like when I hit fifty, I'm gonna start looking around to see what kind of guilds would accept me. <laughs> I should Everybody? have a pretty easy time being a, a prop warrior. Not at the rate you're going. I bet you're like in the bottom third of sixties. Um, like you know, people like hit sixty. Don't you pretty, think? I'm like a little below average right now. Mm-hmm. Most of the players wow. are kind of right where I am, like uh, high forties, early fifties. Oh, nice. That's where the main population's at right now. Yeah. Um, nice. But like the guilds who do, who are downing. Uh, Anixia and Molten Core, they're doing it very often. It's not like <laughs> it's not like back in cl- like the real classic days where it's like even though you were a guild that could down Anixia, you still people still struggled with it for a while. Yeah. Would wipe sometimes. Which is yeah. probably just because like the game's been out for so long, people are so deeply entrenched with the knowledge of how the fights go and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they know not to pop eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. I'm gonna stick it out. I want to. I want to tank some, some molten core, at least oh, before snap. I quit. You know. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see how the PvP rollout goes. Whenever that's gonna be, I think it's probably gonna be after BlizzCon. Yeah, I think playing Alterag Valley would be pretty cool. Um. As you. Play <laughs> I'm gonna be the the top prod <laughs> PvP warrior, and in the <laughs> bottom ten. <laughs> well, I guess in Altrac Valley is a little different because you can yeah like, he can just go fight all the NPCs. The yeah, you do like need a tank in Altrac Valley. Yeah, it is terrible, but be like, that you guy could be that person. Um, getting all the NPCs. <laughs> Taking Wildhammer as he swings his fucking club around. And yeah, because there's no heels. healers. Like, <laughs> yeah, because there's no like healers. There's just a bunch of yeah. fucking mages. <laughs> the overpopulation of mages yeah. is crazy. Is it really like, like noticeable? Uh, yeah, because like uh, when Classic first kind of released, a bunch of people were like, "Holy crap! The fastest way to level to sixty is to be an AOE grinding mage." And then yeah. everybody Arcane, is like yeah. all these yeah, fucking yeah. AOE grinders all over the place. Yeah. Tagging your mobs. Well, it's like when I was watching the marathon for the race of 60, like a lot of the dungeon groups were just four yep. mages <laughs> and a priest. Yep. I did a couple wow. of Scarlet Monastery runs with um, three mages, me and a priest. And it was actually pretty cool. Really fun. I didn't really have to do jack shit as a tank. Just every now and then, like, take threat. Taunt this one, it's dead. Taunt this one, it's dead. Yeah. Um, no other gamings, really, this week. Uh, yeah. You don't have time yeah, for that. I have, have to. Have is the there is only the grind. <laughs> it is a commitment, you know? You feel like, oh, man, I'm, I don't have, I'm not making any XP right now. Did See, you ever beat Zelda? I, I need to get back and I need to beat Zelda because <laughs> I want to play Link's... The grind's got him. I want to play Link's Awakening, but I don't want to, you know, double dip on Zelda's. Yeah, as I said, there's been a whole other <laughs> Zelda whole game. Other Zelda game. I mean, I could go play Link's Awakening. Yeah, I've got it on my Game Boy, too. 
Um, the Wii makes a lot different. It's like more of a I don't know. It doesn't have the Game Boy camera feature. I don't know if if I know oh, Kevin no, not the Game Boy camera feature was watching the show. I don't know if he kept up with it this week, but I watched. Um, I have not the watched the Kevin on Blast Watchmen, which has a funny title. I hope you watch it without watching the first one. <laughs> no, I definitely watched the first episode. We talked about it last week. <laughs> um, uh, thanks to Sud, I was able to watch it because I was like, oh, shit, I haven't done jack shit this week. Shut I the wanna, fuck up. Uh, I want to talk about like <laughs> something new. And Sud projected it onto his chest and Matt watched it. <laughs> I watched it from his cell phone footage. Oh my god! Um, it's <laughs> still a good show. It's it's kind of like it's interesting how many of the same kind of like story elements and beats it's taking from, like the original. Is it because yeah, they have no it's good ideas? Like, is it because it's all like reheated mashed potatoes <laughs> served in front of you, so you fucking eat um, it um, like um, a um, um, pig you are? Uh, <laughs> You're playing Call of love You're playing Call of Duty, son. Here son. You're playing Call of Duty. I'll even eat the mashed potatoes cold. The main thing Sud did was play Call of Duty Modern Warfare in yeah. 2019 and then complains about the rest of us just eating the same rehash yeah, well, shit. While his mouth is I mean, full of yeah, mashed potatoes, he's pointing at us. All this is you can't escape it. <laughs> You just have to pick and choose which is that the main uh, mashed potatoes? <laughs> which you mashed potatoes you're gonna have? <laughs> you can have mashed potatoes, potatoes with chives. Fighting the mashed potatoes only makes they it harder on thick, you. Pretty dense. What's in here? It's better oh, it's just to potatoes. accept the mashed potatoes so they go down your throat, nice and creamy. Oh, there's peas in this one. <laughs> uh. I feel like uh, there were some pretty interesting things that happened in this episode of Watchmen. And, Is there a uh, giant space alien? <laughs> I can't really talk about it because no one knows, and I don't want to spoil anything, really. Um, yeah, I think this is more something we can like really talk about just yeah. once oh, okay. it's all out, and we've peer pressured Sud into watching the whole thing. <laughs> Because like just based on the first one, it feels like if we wanted to, we could have a thirty-minute conversation about right. every episode. Uh, but like, I'd rather just have Maybe be talking just, Watchmen. We'll talk about it when yeah. it's all over, like Watching Primal talking Watchmen. <laughs> sure, we watch the Watchmen. So, how many episodes are going to be? Fuck, probably uh, ten. Okay, yeah, ten. Nine. nine or ten. It's apparently okay. nine. I'm oh sure there'll gosh. be some. Uh, There'll probably be an episode, probably episode four or five, where something major happens and everyone's like, oh shit, you gotta watch this show now. Mm-hmm. You never know. There's a set of collectible <laughs> pogs that form the 10th episode. I was just saying, said the first episode was good enough that Kara told me she wants to rewatch the oh, movie. Wow. So. <laughs> I would have been more impressed if <laughs> making Carol want to watch a super the movie, movie so she can watch fucking Doctor. <laughs> yeah, <Man>. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're gonna be for Halloween. <laughs> I remember um, 
piping Kevin or Kara <laughs> or both. There's you know, hey. fuck this. <laughs> Son just bailed on the middle of that sentence. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I hate this world. It's not the best. Eat your mashed potatoes, son. Yeah, it's um, you know, we could have nice things, but we have uh you know remakes and sequels and rehashes and yeah still <laughs> sweet is that pretty your much man like i didn't really do a whole lot more that, bring yeah. the podcast down all right um, let's call the podcast like yeah I just end it there <laughs> yeah matt's just reliving like yeah, 2006 horribly. Matt's just reliving 30 <laughs> hours of grinding. My life is WoW and Watchmen. Yeah, that is kind of 2006. Cause... <laughs> yeah, it is. It's exactly what you were doing. Well, mash some TF2 in there. <laughs> That's the most depressing fucking No, mash some fucking world. Modern oh, Warfare. Yeah. 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 And Fallout 3. <laughs> what is happening? Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you.